Welcome to She Wakes Up, your remedy to healing, resilience, connection, and overall well-being to help you build self-confidence and practice self-compassion. I'm Stacey Failing, and I understand the dark and the light that can come from trauma because I have endured the transformation. And that's why I created this space, one that is open, honest, and real. A place that is centered around empowerment so that you can foster love and worthiness with yourself and also be surrounded by a supportive community of women who get what you're going through. Because even though it may feel like it at times, you are not alone. Healing trauma is a lifelong journey and through it all, I am here because it is my passion to help you navigate the stress and anxiety of it all so that you can find peace, purpose, and a deeper connection with yourself. You will be amazed at how quickly your life progresses once you start the process. So come be a part of this growth and shared conversation right here where progress becomes a collective journey of true awakening. Hello and welcome back to She Wakes Up. This is a really exciting episode because this happens to be episode 100. And I had set a goal for myself that I wanted to, because I was getting super close to 100,000 downloads, but I didn't know if I was going to be able to reach 100,000 downloads before the 100th episode aired. And I just thought, what a fun goal. Coincidentally, you know, the numbers lined up and I'm really excited to announce that we are now at 102 point four thousand downloads thank you so much huge shout out to all the listeners everybody that has shared this podcast shouted me out on your social media sent me direct messages emailed me joined my programs made this possible to all my guests that have come on to people that have invited me onto their podcasts to be able to allow me this opportunity to share my story with you grow and learn and walk alongside of you throughout this entire thing. So this is awesome. I'm really excited about this and just wanted to share that we are at episode 100 with over 100,000 downloads. And I just thought that was such a cool milestone to celebrate and more importantly, to thank and celebrate you as the listener for being here and continuing to show up and be with me in this space. So I really have you all to thank and I just want you to understand how much I appreciate that and love you all for being here. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And today's episode is a really special episode actually because this is something that I am navigating in real time. This is something that I feel isn't talked about a lot. And for the 100th episode, I really didn't have a episode planned out as far as a topic. Um, And I'm kind of glad that this is how it all fell into place. So I have learned in real time what I am going through. And that is when we are healing, a lot of times when we are doing this healing work, we do a lot of reflection. We do a lot of digging into our past and trying to figure out you know, where our traumas are coming from, where our limiting beliefs are coming from. And a lot of that does have to do with, you know, our inner child and how we were raised and the things that we've experienced in our life that really get us to this place where we decide we need to heal, we want to heal. um, And we try to figure out how to do that, what that looks like, because, you know, over all of these years of us living life, it's not something we're taught. And for me in this moment, what I am learning is that healing can actually happen in the present moment where you are going through something and healing right alongside of that something. And it doesn't have to relate to what it is that you're going through. It can just be this parallel process where you are navigating something super hard and 
at the same time you're learning. And let me give you this example. So motherhood, okay? Motherhood is not for the faint at heart. This is something that with every season has its fun and exciting and every season has its hard. And specifically with parenting, it's you are just showing up trying to do the best that you know how in the situation that you're given. And sometimes we are thrown into situations in life, but in motherhood where we've never experienced it before. There isn't a a manual on how to do this. And so we are just kind of left to our own devices to try to navigate through it. And, you know, if you're fortunate and you have friends and family that you can lean on for support and ask questions and get guidance in that way. But at the end of the day, it comes down to your best knowledge. You know your child the best and trying to help them through whatever it is that they're going through. And as a mom, it's really hard because you may not have all the right answers and you may not have the tools in your toolbox that you need to really be in this situation and have it be helpful, but we do the best that we can with what we have. And at the same time that we're trying to dig out tools to use to help our kids and protect our kids, help them make the best decisions. And sometimes we have to make decisions for them. And even those can backfire on us. Even when our intentions are pure, our intentions are there to protect our kids, to do what's best for them. And sometimes that too backfires. And that's just a hard thing for us when we're trying to navigate, we're trying to do the best, and yet we still feel like sometimes we fail. And that's where I've been feeling lately. Because even though... We're trying to help them with you know, what we know. We're trying to also dig through our toolbox and find things to help us. And I think as a mom, that is one of the things that's one of the most difficult things is when you are trying to navigate something difficult that your child is going through, you oftentimes don't allow yourself to go through that work and that healing and taking care of yourself. Because I tell you what, when you are in the trenches with something that is going on with your kids, especially, but it could be a close friend or family member, it really takes everything out of you. And it's because you want to be there. It's because you want to show up. You want to make sure that this person that you're helping has everything that they possibly can from you to be able to move on to the next thing or overcome what has happened or, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish and you lose sleep. You don't know where to turn. You're making a ton of phone calls and appointments and trying to rearrange your schedule to accommodate their needs at this time. And there are things that you want to share. There's things that you don't want to share. Sometimes there's a lot of emotion that you are trying to keep to yourself so that you can be strong for your child But at the same time, it's something that you really need to release because that is part of your healing and you need to do that so that you can stay sane yourself and and navigate your own healing in this moment as you're going through this, but also helping somebody else go through something very hard as well and allowing them to have that release of their emotions and allowing them to express what it is that they're going through and allowing them to navigate, you know, the consequences and the next steps and all the things. And without having to go into detail of exactly what happened, I'm just letting you know that what we are currently going through has been very challenging. And it is also really challenging when your child is wanting that independence, but also giving pushback because of course, you know, they are their own person and maybe sometimes trusting that they know themselves a little bit better than we give them credit for, but also trying to find that balance of protecting 
and giving and dependence, knowing that we have more life experience, but also fostering that independence and letting them make some choices that they're going to have to have their own natural consequences as a result of that. And no parent really wants that to happen. No parent, and you can't be naive in saying that your kid isn't ever going to make a bad decision, but we try not to let them do that, right? Like we feel as our job as parents is to protect them. And so when something happens that's beyond our control and we have to come in and try to clean it up afterwards is really, really hard. And not knowing what the outcome is, not knowing the answers, not having all the resources in your toolbox to be able to pull from and trying to navigate that, trying to figure it out along the way, man, does that open up a space for some healing and necessary healing for you to be able to have a conversation with somebody that you trust, to be able to, to talk about it. And I can't thank the people that have been here right now for me that I can trust to open up to and release because, you know, these aren't things that you can necessarily talk to your child about as they're going through it because they aren't going to understand it from your perspective. Mm -hmm. As much as you want to try to help Mm -hmm. them see your perspective, especially teenagers are very one-sided and, and that's not to fault them, but it just means that you as the parent should have backup resources and people that you can trust and confide in and talk to because it's a really important process of you navigating through that mess of what it is that you're in and allowing yourself to feel the emotions that you're feeling in real time. This has been a super emotional last couple of weeks for me and it's just something that I don't feel shameful for. I don't feel that it's something that I should hide. And you know, as somebody that's always been a rock and a strong place for my family, this last couple weeks has actually allowed me to see that it's okay to be soft. It's okay to not always have to be the rock all the time because it's exhausting. And I have to look out for my own well-being as well. And I think that's a place where we get stuck a lot as parents is because we feel like we have to keep it together. And I have, I, you know, I've shown up to be so strong and not show emotion because I just wanted to hold space for my child and allow them to feel their emotion. But that's not fair. That's not fair to me. And it's also not fair to them because while, you know, these decisions are ultimately things that affect them, like I said, just because it didn't directly happen to me doesn't mean that I'm not in there going through it, navigating through it, feeling their emotions, holding space for them, just the same. And so allowing myself to have that release in front of my child, knowing that it's okay, this is hard for me too, kiddo. We don't have to have everything figured out right now. We can just get through this moment. And I think that helped her to see that it's okay. It's okay to not always have the answers. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not know and that we're in this together and that no matter what happens, we're here and it it might be hard and we might not know what to expect and there might be a lot of emotions. There might be a lot of exhaustion. There might be a lot of hurdles to climb over, but to have that space in that healing and nurturing together really helps to heal some of those generational wounds where we may not have had such a relationship with our own parents or 
you know, the, the trauma that comes with having an emotionally unavailable parent when you're going through something hard and that punishment factor, you know, growing up where it's like you made it a mistake, you made a poor choice and you're going to get reprimanded for it rather than let's hold space for this. Let's have a conversation about this. And then we can talk about what the repercussions are going to be. Like I said, some of those are going to be natural consequences of the choices that were made. But letting us and our child heal in the moment, rather than always having to reflect back on trauma, sometimes in real time, we have to go through and recognize we need to hold space for ourselves right now. This is important that we don't let this get bottled up, that we don't, you know, put this under the rug and come back to it another day, that we actually deal with this head on right now, even though you don't know what that looks like, even though it's hard, you have all these emotions, you don't know where to turn. So I would say having someone or people that you can talk to in confidence about what is going on is going to be huge for you and helping you heal. Also, giving somebody that you trust or a counselor or somebody that your child can open up to because sometimes it's not always helpful to talk to a parent about all the details about everything. And, you know, we have a big open communication policy in our house and we encourage that, but let's be real. Teenagers don't always disclose a hundred percent of the information and it might be helpful for them to talk to somebody in confidence about how they're feeling and what they're going through and their thoughts around it too. And so allowing your child to have that space, that was something that was hard for me as my daughter was getting older that recognizing she didn't always want to come to me to tell me things when things were hard. And as a mom, it's just like, ugh. and I remember being like that with my own mom where I knew my mom meant well, my mom, I could honestly tell her anything without judgment or anything like that. But something about it when you're a parent is, you know, not the same. And so when my daughter would go to other people that we trusted that I, you know, was good that she had those people to open up to is a little hard because as the parent, you want your kid to come to you. And like I said, even though we have a a good policy here and it works, sometimes your kids need to talk to other people and that's okay. That's not on you. You don't have to feel guilty. You don't have to feel like there's something going on that is bad. It's just, that's part of growing up and that's good to have other resources and people that they can trust to be there when they are needing someone to talk to. So that's okay. That was something that I had to be okay with and learn. You know, and another thing that comes along with that is allowing your child to have space and giving yourself space to deal with it. And sometimes we want to just talk our way through it. We want to solve the problem. You know, sometimes the problem can't be solved right then and there. Sometimes it doesn't happen in a day. Sometimes it doesn't happen in a week. And this is just a process and allowing one another to have space to be able to process is really important. And oftentimes I think, and me too, this has been something that I've had to learn in this is we can smother somebody when they're going through something. And even though our intentions are well, and we want to be there and support them and, you know, make sure that they're safe and not alone in what they're going through. Sometimes that's necessary for people to be alone, to do some of the healing work on their own. And so 
for both you and your child, that is an important thing is to allow space and not take it personal when your child tells you that they don't want to talk about it because it will come and there's a good chance that they're just trying to work through what it is that they are going through. Um, hugs and just pure love. You know, I talked about when you know we were growing up and it was kind of like that hard ass factor of our parents where you made a mistake and it's just like, well, you're getting grounded, you know, or you're not going to so-and-so's house. And while I very much believe in repercussions for your actions, I also know that love and a hug and just holding somebody in that space and allowing them to process their emotions in that goes so much further especially when it's that acute situation and you can see that pain, that confusion, just feeling completely lost that sometimes we just need a hug and that opens up the doors for communication, for emotion, for healing. And so if all else fails and you're just at your wits end and you're like, I don't have any tools, I don't know how to do this, bust out a hug. Bust out a hug and hold your kiddo like you never want to let them go and telling them that it's okay. Even if you don't really know that to be true, even though you, you know, you don't know what the repercussions are going to be. And sometimes our kids put us through things that are very, very hard and not only have repercussions for them, but repercussions for us. So even if you don't know it's going to be okay in that moment, it's going to be okay. Like we all know that there is a means to an end and sometimes it doesn't end the way that we wish, but we all get through it. We have no choice, right? We have to keep moving forward. And that was another thing is I'm just, I'm living in the moment. I'm living in this day to day and it has allowed me to step away from my to-do list, my plans. I've had to navigate a lot in rearranging appointments and making time for what is going on in my life right now. And that trumps all the other things that I had planned. And so it's really somebody that has been super relying on their planner and their to-do list all the time to help me get through my day-to-day. It's actually been something that I've learned a good lesson on in that it's okay to step away from that to-do list and that planner when it's just important to live. It's just important to go through the motions. And that doesn't mean that we have to let go of all of the things that we have planned for the future or that we can't get back to that space. But when things are hard and you're going through something, to not feel guilty when other things don't get done and to not feel guilty when you have to say no to people and things and that you are in it, doing the best that you can with what you have. And sometimes that means not doing anything else. But also, not allowing yourself to get so consumed in what's going on that you don't make time for yourself and allowing yourself to have some space and doing some things when you can that aren't related to the situation that you're in because if you allow it to consume you, it will. And In the first few days when we were getting into this, that's all I did. I had the worst anxiety. I didn't eat very much for three days. I didn't, I was not hungry. I think one day I had about five Cheez-Its and a couple pieces of beef jerky or something like that is all I ate in that day. And so it can happen really quickly 
you not taking care of yourself in these moments. And it's really important so that you don't too get wrapped up in this to a point where it becomes unhealthy for you. You have to take that space and you have to try to figure out some other things to do to keep your mind busy so that you're not constantly thinking about what is going on and allowing your kid that same break and having them have an outlet to focus on other things, you know, and and sometimes it could just be playing a game together, doing something light, doing something that doesn't take a whole lot of like mental capacity. Um, You know, we lost a lot of sleep in the last week or so. And so doing things that aren't, you know, requiring a lot of energy either, but just trying to find some things to take your mind off of that before you have to get back in it. And that has been really helpful. Um, It doesn't make it go away, right? Like we still have to deal with the thing at hand, but it does allow you to not be so consumed by it that you want to have a breakdown because it's so heavy and it has been heavy. Having your child go through something that you never predicted, that you never figured you'd have to know how to navigate through, that you don't really know how to effectively help them through this, like you don't even know how to really effectively help yourself through this is a great opportunity to be in that moment and use the power of this present moment that you have to heal and grow together, both simultaneously and alone. And so I wanted to share this with you because one, I am in this with you. You know, I am still working on myself. Life continues to happen to me too. You know, I'm still in this. I'm just out here living, as I've been saying the last couple of weeks. I'm just out here living just like you. And We don't always have it figured out. We're not always going to have it figured out. And life is going to continue to throw things at us like it does. And learning to figure out it along the way is sometimes all we have. And so I wanted to offer that to you because I'm sure you've been there. And it's really hard as a parent to not know what the hell you're doing sometimes and to feel that guilt of, like, oh, I wish I, I would have made this choice instead, or man, if only this were to happen instead, or, you know, if I would have said something, maybe, you know, this wouldn't have happened, or, you know, where did I go wrong? You, you just, you beat yourself up about all the things, and when it comes down to it, you're, you're doing your best, and that has to be good enough sometimes, and that's really hard because, Sometimes it's not good enough for us, right? Sometimes we're like, no, no, this shouldn't have happened. Why are we here? The thing is, though, is you're here. And now it's time to navigate through it. We have to do the hard things sometimes. But understanding that, one, you don't have to go at it alone. You have a support group of people. There are resources out there where they might have helpful tools for you to use that you've never tried before. Reach out to them. Have conversations. Don't bottle this up. To break through some of that heavy air and do something fun and light for yourself, with your family, to get your mind away from that for a little while and take mental breaks. Giving yourself and the person that's going through what they're going through space and allowing them to process through. Not being afraid to show emotion or allowing the other person to show their emotion and making sure to hold space for one another in that and releasing and being okay with that. And being okay with not knowing 
and not always having the right answers, but that you're there. In this present moment, you're here, and that speaks volumes. And when all else fails and you really don't know what to do, hug it out. Hold somebody, have somebody hold you, and let whatever comes out come out because it's hard. And even though I'm in it right now and I don't know how it's all going to transpire, I know that I have to keep going. I don't have a choice. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit on her. I'm not going to throw in the towel on me. I'm not going to sit there and judge myself for all the things that I should have, could have, would have done. Because who knows if that really would have changed the situation, you know? So I have to trust that this is my season right now. That I'm in something. And I'll get out. We will get out. And this just becomes a part of my story. And how I choose to navigate through it, no matter what the result is, is really what matters because it's the lesson that I am learning. It is the lesson that my daughter is learning and it's the healing that we are doing together that is going to move mountains and help us to navigate life when life happens again to us in the future. So I just want to leave you with that. And I want to thank you for allowing me to continue to show up and share bits and pieces of me with you. And in this real time, if anybody is going through something similar or they are feeling lost or there are times when you feel like you failed, please reach out to me because you don't have to feel that way. I know what that's like to feel that way. And I'm here to hold space for you because you don't have to go through this alone, whatever it is. We don't always have to have the answers to be a good mom. And I think we feel like we do. And you don't have to carry that with you. Because we're all out here doing the best that we know how with what we have. And sometimes that's all we've got. But I'll tell you what, it'll carry you through. And I am here for you. I appreciate you so much. Again, thank you for the tremendous amount of love and support and downloads and shout outs. And I am really excited to see where this podcast grows in the future. Um, Working on some things on the back end. I've been a little bit distracted lately with life, um, but that happens. And like I said, this is just a season that I'm embracing. And I know that there's going to be some great fruit to bear on the other end of this and I'm going to share it with you lovingly and really show up in this space for you so thanks again for being here again if you need anything support love a virtual hug I'm here for you always talk soon